0: Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of friends get together and offer both informed and uninformed opinions on gaming-related topics. I'm your host, Luminary, and I'm accompanied today by my co-hosts, the Nordic Cajun. Batteries not included. King of Nordic country. Uh, The Eternal Barcode, IME. Some assembly required. 128-bit compliant, as always. And from the Emerald Dream and... uh, pal world and actually are you even doing pal world anymore crit
1: i am taking a break i'm one of those quote-unquote lazy people that is trying not to suffer from burnout ah gotcha <laughs> quote-unquote in that case
0: we'll go with from the emerald dream crit chicken yeah i'm I'm
1: gonna t- i'm gonna turn you into a weeb just wait, I
0: mean.
1: No, <laughs> One of us, one nope. of us. One of us, one of us.
0: Not a chance go. in hell. It'll make anime night much more interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. So, All right, episode 57, this is how you get ants. But before we get into that, Aimee has words.
2: Yes. So if you watch the show, donate or throw bits at us or subscribe 10% of all the revenue goes to the Trevor Project and Mr. Ping wow I'm about to write Mr. Ping Trevor at the same time uh that's not gonna work uh but Mr. Ping has some more info on what the Trevor, the Trevor Project, Project is. is
0: A leading organization working to end LGBTQ youth suicide in
2: the U.S. and beyond the nonprofit operates several programs to help prevent and respond to the public health crisis of LGBTQ youth suicide,
3: including 24-7 free crisis services, research, advocacy, education, and peer support. Thank you, Ping. Dupping.
0: Ping. Uh, oh, uh, we got to get a disclaimer in there?
3: don't sue us we're dumb yeah and we
2: also have no money
0: yeah our opinions are our own so other than that let's talk about this this is how you get ants um I think we should probably start off with how about uh, dead cells yeah it's it's exactly what I just (laughs) opened up so dead cells um Apparently, they're going to stop development early. I believe that the company announced that they had a, a, a plan to support this, uh, this game up until 2024. It's, uh, what, 2024, 2025, something like that?
2: Somewhere in there, but they've also sort of just announced it as kind of a sudden thing. Everything was going fine. People were loving it. And then all of a sudden, the developer, or the publisher, I should say, just up and said, uh, that whole Dead Cells team? They're going to be doing the other stuff because we're not doing uh, Dead Cells anymore. One of the people who worked on Dead Cells, who has uh, since left the company prior to this announcement, uh, he's the former lead designer uh, Sebastian Bernard. He uh, basically called it the worst imaginable asshole move possible because yeah. you have an act, you have an active community, you have a game that people like and really enjoy playing. And now you're pulling the rug out from underneath of them and saying, hey, there's no more development, so screw you, fuck off. The publisher also announced that as a uh, replacement to Dead Cells, everyone's going to work on this new game called Windblown. My big problem, and I kind of agree with Sebastian on this, is that if you're going to shut down a game, normally the process is you tell people... You know, as far in the future as possible, or like as, as soon as possible, and have as far down the road as possible the actual termination date. So you can actually, like, get people prepared. I have played many, many a game that has shut down for financial difficulties. And every single one of them has always said, you know, we're going to be shutting down services on this date, you know as of this date, you won't be able to buy anything in the store. If you have anything that you have not spent in your store wallet, it'll be refunded to your steam account or whatever. And they usually give a gradual shutdown. So people can just get their mind wrapped around that, Hey, this game is going to be supported and I won't be able to play it anymore. It's not like you won't be able to play dead sales anymore, but there won't be any more updates to it. So if there's any game breaking bugs that are found or any balance issues that are going to be found, well, screw you, you're out of luck. So they had initially said they would be, uh, you know, providing support and content until the end of 2024. But that seems to now be thrown out the window.
4: It's it's kind of like similar in the same vein what Nintendo did with their Nintendo DS shop and online services coming up here in April. But like you said, Nintendo gave everybody a, a good year before everything shut down. This seems to be going a lot faster than expected for these guys, if I'm, if I'm reading into this, right? That's kind of a big move, like you said, especially for a game that is such a huge fan favorite. There's people who still play this game religiously.
0: Oh, yep. yeah. I saw the and, article. I was like, I need to play that more because I had so much fun.
4: And all the collabs they've had between Shovel Knight and um, uh, Slay the Spire, even. They've had so many crossovers that play into the game, and now you're just gonna be like, "Yeah, we're bored. We're going to move on. Bye." It just it, it seems it's a bad, a bad it's taste.
2: It's scummy. And the worst. And the worst part is, it's not even the developer's fault. It's the publisher. The publisher is the one that's like, "No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to put my money elsewhere, and I'm going to take all my developers and you know go home. You can't have any room in the sandbox anymore. I'm going to take my ball and go home."
0: Yeah, that's the problem with. Uh working for a publisher, I know that in my research of like uh, game dev and everything else, um, there is really a decision of, do you really need a publisher? What would you need a publisher for? Right? Well,
2: and that's that's the thing that's been brought up by another game developer. Uh, some people may be aware of the person who goes by the name of Pirate Software, or the game company Pirate Software. They do a little side scrolling, or not side scrolling, but uh, a game called Heartbound. And it was something that their lead developer pointed out. Publishers, you don't really need one anymore because a publisher used to be something you would need when you wanted your game on physical media and you needed to distribute that physical media. You know what? Steam is a publisher in a sense because it allows you to distribute your game wherever the hell you want it and you don't have to worry about, you know, Steam taking anything more than the 30% cut they take. Because normally a publisher is like, I want 100% of your revenue, till, revenue until you've paid me back what I invested. Or sometimes it's like 90 or 80%. But a lot, oftentimes it's almost all your revenue, if not all of it, until they get their initial investment. And then any leftover money is what you get. We don't need these things anymore. Like game developers and studios need to start looking at divesting themselves away from uh, publishers because really unless you're developing a triple A title you don't need that level of capital investment for the most part
4: i mean we we've already seen that happening in the music industry and in the book publishing industry you don't need a big name anymore you can be a self-published artist and or a writer
5: exactly. so it's
4: only a matter of time before it come it would come into the game if we see in the indie development scene all the time they don't have big publishing names they make their own little small name company and boom, mm-hmm. goes the dynamite, as it were. Like, the, the need for this middleman is slowly starting to be shown, like, hey, I don't need this anymore than the delayed. I can do it my, my, myself. I don't need you anymore.
2: Yep. Screw you, hippie. I'm going home.
4: That's it. I'm
0: taking my money and running. You know, there was another issue like this not too long ago, and I say not too long because I'm old and everything kind of runs together. Um, anybody uh, familiar with the term MCN?
2: Multi-channel networking or uh, multi-channel network, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, YouTube rendered those guys like ineffective.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, I almost
2: was, uh, signed up for one years ago. Yeah. Like, I almost signed on to one, and then I'm like, mm. yeah, and, I, eh, I'll still I, do it all myself.
0: I tried to, and I think it was like Asafin or something like that. At that particular point, it was backed by some YouTuber that I was watching. I was like, ah, you know, it's worth a shot. They had a low bar of entry, and I had a low bar of a uh, of subs. It was worth taking a look at. But it's 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 along the same line. R is a publisher absolutely necessary, no. And to the point of pirate software, um, they um like they like their whole promotion. They stream they stream while coding. The developer BS's with the audience and whatnot, and gives his opinions. Of course, he's also a prestigious developer, uh, ex Blizzard and and things like that. But the entire idea of coding and marketing at the same time is. Something that you could totally do, which, by the way, Cajun, uh, Mm -hmm. once we start getting hot and heavy into it, that's probably something I'm going to be doing on ordinary nights, at least one night a week, once I'm familiar with the framework. Sure. Well,
2: and the big thing with Steam is when you have something on your wish list, if you want to market your product, your game, if you give a discount of 20% or more, it goes on to, or an email goes out to every single person who has wish, wish listed it. That's mm. huge.
3: That's, you don't yeah, that's need. Massive.
2: Like, and yeah. So if you want marketing, put it on sale. If you want uh, additional exposure, you're given right off the hop five free front page views up to 1.2 million page impressions. Dang. So if you want to be on the front page of Steam. You've got five free shots to do it. So... Really, that's all your marketing you really need these days.
0: Is that uh, per title or is that per developer?
2: Uh, It's per title.
0: Oh, that's insane.
2: Yeah. So, like, if you want to get yourself out there, you just do it. Uh, You you publish your game. And actually, when you publish your game for the first time, you get a free uh, front page to get your game out there and get people seeing your game. And that's even cooler. So the first time you publish it, you get a free front page on it. And then you get five freebies after that. So it's a good deal. Steam takes care of your marketing. They're very good for marketing. And they're both pro consumer and pro developer in how they market things. And there's a reason they don't give you an email notification if you put a game on sale for 1% off. Because <laughs> that's really shitty of a developer. And customers time and money is worth more than 1%. So that's why they say, or that's why they have it set to a minimum 20% discount. Which makes a lot of sense because you, you need more bang for your buck if you're going to get somebody's attention. Yeah. yeah.
0: Crit, are you into uh, roguelites and roguelikes? I'm not really sure what your taste in video games are except for Pow World and WoW. I mean,
1: it's mostly just like MMOs. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really gotten into a lot of other stuff as far as, like, Steam goes. I mean, I've I've played other story-based games, but that's about the extent of it. I'm kind of boring.
0: (laughs) You're not boring. You like what you like, huh? That's right, yes. and there's nothing wrong I'm with
1: it. To what I'm addicted to, you know exactly. I, I, I tell
0: I tell it to my kids too, because uh, they play Roblox. I hate Roblox. Like, there's so many articles coming out about Roblox and child labor and and exploitative behavior and everything else. And while I also believe that Roblox is a great platform for young developers to show off what they can do and make cool stuff and share with their friends. And whatnot. And there's also some very predatory practices inside of some of those games that aren't uh, developed by children. But um, they hear it every time. They're like, hey, you should totally see this new game I'm playing. I'm like, while I'm going to feign interest in this, I want you to understand I absolutely do not like Roblox. However, don't let that stop that from letting you play it because you're having fun and that's what matters. Video games are about fun, right? (laughs) I
1: kind of forbid my son from playing Roblox for reasons and things, but... (laughs) Reasons and
0: things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll leave it at
4: that.
1: Yeah, the whole, like... I have a girl. No, you don't. You don't have a girlfriend. Oh,
4: no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm like, if I've learned anything from WoW, that girls do not play video games.
5: <laughs> Air uh,
0: Wait, what? I, I, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I'm very confused, ma'am. I, I need a button Air for Spider-Man quotes. meme.
1: Air quotes. <laughs> well, it just
0: depends. I mean as long as you don't go into voice chat with them, you'll never know and you'll, you'll live happy. But the moment you get into into Vent or or Team Speak or or Discord and they're like, hey. Hey, it's so good to hey, see buddy. you here. It's How a great you avatar you're having They're Just like, hey, how's it going? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was going to I was
2: gonna try and do Only a
1: smoker old voice. technology people would probably use instead of TeamSpeak would probably be Skype.
2: <laughs> I mean, I like TeamSpeak.
1: <laughs> I but still have a TeamSpeak.
2: Uh, so funny as I mentioned I still have it installed. And I still have the, uh, the, the domain of our old TeamSpeak we used to use. And I could reactivate it just by throwing money at the the account because the person who owns the account never deleted it. So at any point in time, I can make TeamSpeak come right back. So if Discord ever does something really shady or stupid, we have a backup plan. Absolutely.
0: I don't know. I think Discord's, I'm not going to say too big to fail, but I think that they'll have to walk on eggshells in any major changes. So you saw what happened whenever they were like, hey, we added an AI chat bot to Discord, and everybody's like, nope. Hell no, you didn't.
2: <laughs> well, my big thing right now is the mobile app is just trash. Holy crap, is that a garbage app and very cumbersome to use.
0: What I think is interesting is, is that... Uh, I know that in uh, Dankwater, uh, Dankwater, Dankwart's uh, Paintwater Tea House, every once in a while I'll get a message from there that uh, Augie the Ogren is uh, discussing something. And it's always Augie, right? And it's posted out there. Like, I don't get that for anyone else in that server or on our server, but. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I don't know if that's something that Discord is doing or if that's something that Dankwart has failed to, to, to or has not realized to turn off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, bum, Skype is dead. And actually, Skype for Business is not. Be, not yet. God damn it. Because Skype but- for Business is still available to select customers who are still paying for extended support, even though Skype for Business has been integrated fully into Microsoft Teams. So really, all these companies could be going back to micro- or switching over to Microsoft Teams, but for whatever reason, they haven't yet, and they're still allowed, per their license agreement, to use mic- or, uh, Microsoft Skype for now.
4: doesn't stop Microsoft from installing it either. Like, I, ju- I just redoed Harrison's computer today.
2: Yeah. First thing is installed, Skype. I'm like, oh, that thing still exists. Cool, all right. Yeah, Skype for business. And then uh, <laughs> it's also, Windows 11 also installs Microsoft Teams right away. i was like nope i support this shit at work i do not want this on my pardon me my home computer like negative ghost rider get the fuck out of dodge the pattern is most definitely full
0: Um, moving onwards uh outside of the ms conversation Uh, (laughs) (laughs) speaking speaking of chatbots speaking of chatbots
2: do you know who is gonna get a new brain Allegedly, brain.
0: Oh, we we gotta let we gotta get the input from the other two. Uh, Who's getting a new brain crit and engaging?
4: I'm not in mode for lobotomy, so it's not me.
1: (laughs) Um, does not compute. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) Chat GPT
0: is going to start remembering things about you. Like oh, uh no, it, they're, oh, learning. no. <laughs> they're learning. I, I didn't no. even get to the point where I was like, "Yeah, this is the type of things it'll keep track of." And you're, oh, all, yeah, oh, that's what I did. Boy. I saw that title oh, and I was shit. like, "We got to talk about that." Oh, you oh, don't no. even have to
4: go
2: into the list. That's did already a red them? flag. Did I, did I delete some of these things? Okay, good, good. My war crimes uh assistance plans are deleted. What? Fantastic. Oh,
1: chat GPT leak into my incognito mo- hey alexa oh, <laughs> no. did he leak into my incognito mode sorry i don't know
5: that
4: okay. <laughs> okay that's a good sign if you don't know yet we're okay for now i mean
2: um hey alexa are you sentient oh no
0: <laughs> hey alexa or oh, no what was that one like uh it was a 1950s wiretaps were we're forbidden <laughs> 2022 hey wiretap what's a good recipe for apple pie
1: <laughs> I found a recipe <laughs> for apple pie for you <laughs> yeah that reminds me of um, th- that movie from South Park where they kept on triggering Alexa and I'm just like looking over at Alexa I'm like you shut up right now
2: shut up. <laughs> hey <shut> Alexa up. <laughs> tell me a joke about Florida man
1: oh god no <laughs> <laughs>
5: No,
0: My dog is ornament. being extra needy, so I got to get him to the place so that way he doesn't explode in the office. So I well, mean,
4: well, the, to, to go back to like the title of this of the, the podcast, he said about <laughs> ants. This is more this is how you get SkyMet. Yes. Do not let the computers
2: learn. That is no. That's, that's no. No, it's awful. It's, it's literally going to remember your conversations and it's going to get to know you. The conversations I have had with ChatGPT, and I just pulled it up to verify that I'm completely insane. Um, You're in good company. Let's see. Integrating Q into Dungeons and Dragons. Wait, Uh, integrating Q, like QAnon? No, Q as in, like, the entity from Star Trek. Oh, that Q. So how do you take John Delancey and stick him in D&D? Okay, good. Uh, GPLv3 Wedding Vows. All right. PowerShell script modification, uh, remote PowerShell module, uh, module management, enable PS remoting with PS exec, explain like I'm five, compound pay interest or increased because somebody wanted a pretty way of saying it and they didn't like what I was saying. Uh, proxy credential validation, proxy credential validation PowerShell. Uh, what was this? Restart function on Y? What? Uh, function thing, do the thing. Oh yeah. It was just a yes, no answer. Uh, PowerShell drive access. I have a lot of PowerShell questions that I ask it and it gives me horrible <laughs> answers. It's great. Um, what's the last one? Explosive alchemical elixirs. I had to be very specific with that one. So it didn't think I was trying to make a bomb. You get on the FBI watch list. Yeah. Oh, I'm already on watch lists because I already used the word quiche. And I wish I was kidding.
4: What? Okay, we're going to come back to that one because I need details on that story. But
0: continue on. Keesh?
2: Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I wish I was kidding.
0: No, we'll get back to it, but it's just... I, I, I literally just got back in and I, and I heard, oh, I got on the FBI watch list for Keesh. And I'm like, yes. well, that's going to earn you a beer. Uh, Good night, everybody.
2: <laughs> Hang on a sec. FBI watch list. <laughs> Uh. Or, or words quiche because so there, right after 9-11 uh, I think it was like a couple years ago or a couple years after 9-11 when people broke into the NSA and dumped a list of all like their uh, keywords to put you on a watch list to really follow up on what the fuck you're doing one of the words was quiche and I shit you not um, the red flag words. Ah, here we go, from eleven years, uh, ago on Reddit. Uh, ASVC spook words, CDC DOE, KMI one EE, electronic surveillance MI seventeen. That's a fucking helicopter, guys. Oh. Uh, Quiche. Elvis.
4: He is a hot topic even today. Playboy,
2: Porn Stars, Fish,
3: Toad, uh, Nuclear... The number 20. Really? Yeah.
2: Someone explain that one to me. Badger. Artichoke.
4: (laughs) And I thought the only way to really get on the list is to download the Anarchist Cookbook.
2: (laughs) Nope. ABC... Like the television station uh, Fukushima, flintlock. So if you own a flintlock weapon, oh my god, you're on the you're on this list. CDMA. Now I'm not sure if you know what CDMA is. It's one of two analog protocols for cell phones. Way back in the day, there was TDMA and CDMA. CDMA, a telephone, a cell phone communication protocol, is on this list. What the actual shit? Gist. Can I get the gist of this thing?
0: Ooh, I'm gonna ask the dumb question. Is UDP broadcast on that list? Because <laughs> it is <laughs> well, I mean, outside of the podcast name, it is an actual thing nope. used in programming.
2: U- UDP is not on that list. Well, maybe we but, should change our
0: name to what what was it, CDMA or whatever it was? Yep.
2: <laughs> but what about zip? I would like a zip file. That is or zip ties. ETA. Estimated time of arrival. And my favorite, from Animaniacs, NARF! Really? That what? NARF. NARF is on this list. It's amazing. Uh, uh, how how paranoid you gotta be to have all this? Wow. I don't know, but they got Delta Force Waco. Uh, what is this? Uh, this is all one word. What? No. Texas, Panama, CIA, DSG had Fissionable, Quiche... Terrorist World Trade Center Assassination DS NORAD Delta Force Waco. That is all one sentence. <laughs> God, that is a very, very specific sentence.
0: Yeah. So, just uh, for those watching, God, they don't know damn. what Chat GPT is and uh, have not been paying attention to the news because everything's weird and fucky. Um, <laughs> Chat GPT is, is an AI. Yeah it's based on a large language model uh it is a chat bot that statistically responds to you in the statistically correct answer um and follows up all of its responses with a statistic statistically uh appropriate um sent uh i can't even th- i can't even talk right now words yeah pretty much it, it it looks at what it said and then it gives you the follow up sentence based on what it said before And it'll give you a couple paragraphs, right? So it's it it's it has its uses. Like if I need a generate an idea, kind of like what Amy was saying. Like, how do I put uh, what was his name? The uh, Q.
2: Oh, John Delancey, yes. Yeah. How
0: do I put uh, John Delancey's Q in D&D? And, you know, you get a rough idea. Now, whether that's correct or not is up to the DM. Like, I'm sure if uh, Cajun were to do that, he'd look at that and go, well, it's almost right, and make some modifications. You know I mean? So and, my
2: DM allowed me to have Q as my patron for my
0: warlock. <laughs> so, but it, it's it's one of those things where- I have where
4: too many questions.
0: It has its uses. I use it for idea generation. I don't use it for anything where I have to give, like, direct answers period right because it's too easy to fall in a trap where it's mostly correct most of the time you just kind of like copy pasta and then you're done
4: so you just don't go up to me like was nine eleven an inside job click
0: are you just trying to put us on yeah i'm trying it. now yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. he already did the whole uh, list so uh, i'm
4: gonna
0: get my have job have you have you
2: looked at what ch- what i'm putting in chat yeah. yeah for real we're done oh wait this is great you guys are going to laugh at this one. I can't even believe this is here. Flu and lion. What? Yep. No fucking clue. SAP, like the databasing company? Yeah. We're now on the list. <laughs> Dincorp. <laughs> like the people that do dynamic DNS.
3: Really? God damn it. Yeah. Well, it was a good run, guys.
0: <laughs> well, oh, no. Tis what it is. Either way, ChatGPT is going to start remembering things about you. Like, uh, for example, I program in Python, and you can tell it directly, hey, I need, uh, you know, I program in Python, ChatGPT will remember it. Anytime you ask for code for something, it will give you something Pythonic. I'm not going to say it's correct, but it will give you something Pythonic. Or in but Python.
4: As you, as you said, it's in some situations, very useful kind of thing to have, but we're all paranoid as hell as... People in the northern west, northwestern hemisphere. So, yeah, no, we well, don't want our computers
2: remembering. Well, I'm not 2.3 par- ounces.
0: I am not paranoid about I the just, whole
1: thing. Oh, go ahead. I just dived into that chat GPT thing and I just <laughs> randomly put in uh, make me a song about Power World using uh, Depresso and its working conditions. <laughs>
0: Oh, to the tune of... um... Oh, go ahead.
1: I sent Nord and Amy screenshots of some of the... Oh, i just see the DM. (laughs) I'm going to have to go check.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, we have talked about Blizzard so many fucking times. That's also on the list.
0: You should have it do it to the cadence of take on me.
3: Oh no. Oh no.
0: Yep. Oof. I think it
1: would probably be more of a Linkin Park
3: canter. What's the most depressing song ever? Set it to that tune. Ohio is for lovers?
0: I've never heard of it.
2: Oh, God, you're stuck in Ohio. I mean, I mean. Sucks to be you. You're in Ohio now.
0: <laughs> High in the middle and round on both sides. So <coughs> anyway, I'm not paranoid at all. I know exactly what we're getting into. And here's the thing. As long as you don't have it actually making decisions, and that's what's in the courts right now, is how much responsibility can be offloaded to uh, the Jet chat GPT. Uh, I believe I'm in actually, uh, I actually had a conversation sometime earlier this week where I was talking about... Um, uh, accountability for these things, and I mean, brought up mm-hmm. a story about uh, an airline in Canada, I believe, or was it a Global Airline? I can't remember.
2: Uh, it was Air Canada. You're talking about their chatbot that fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, you need to tell that story.
2: Yeah. So let me pull up the uh, the article again because I don't quite remember. But basically, Air Canada is a uh, national carrier air company in uh, Canada. They have a chatbot, and uh, you can ask it all kinds of questions, and it'll give you mostly, somewhat, sometimes accurate information. Uh, where is the article here? So what ended up happening is this person, uh, had a family member pass away and they needed to book an emergency flight. And most airlines in Canada, if you have a death certificate or a copy of the uh, announcement, whether it's a an obituary or a notice or whatever, you can give that to them or, when you're going in person to buy a ticket or you can send them a link to it when you're buying a ticket online. And you can get a steep discount on the fare because it's a bereavement fare. It's literally a classification of fare. So this person sent like was trying to find the information. They couldn't find it anywhere on the website. So they asked the chat chatbot, you know, how do I go about doing this? And the chatbot was like, oh hey, uh just keep all your receipts, keep all the information, and you can get a refund after the fact. So Air Canada said, no, that's not how that works. And no, we're not going to let you do that. We don't care that our chatbot was wrong. That's not how this works. So the person rightly complained to, uh, who the hell was it? The Civil Resolution Tribunal, which is basically they handle complaints uh, by Canadians against air travel providers because... You know, they're kind of shitty. They're like, you know, they they don't go as far as beating people on their flights like Delta, but they will throw them off flights. Or in one case, a gentleman who had multiple sclerosis was forced to drag his body off the aircraft because they didn't have a lift and they didn't know how to use it because they have no fucking training because Air Canada sucks. Anyways, side rant. Fuck you, Air Canada. <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, mean. Oh, my God. I have nothing but bad things to say. So, anyways, the the guy was like, well, hang on a sec. Your your chatbot said to do this. And, the, and Air Canada's response was, oh, well, we don't take any responsibility for anything any of our agents or chatbots says because you could have actually looked on the proper bereavement page. And the tribunal was like, I'm sorry, what? And Air Canada doubled down, basically saying, yeah, no, we don't care what our agents or uh, chatbots say. The proper information is on the website. and It's up to the customer to go find it.
4: And so the tribunal the was like, like let us clear our throat.
2: Yeah. So basically the guy ended up paying $1,600 to fly from Vancouver to Toronto to go to this funeral. And the tribunal was like, yeah, so you know the difference between the bereavement rate and the rate that this guy paid? you now have to write him a check. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, guy. Yeah, like, it's it's absolutely bullshit. But the, the chatbot was wrong. And Air Canada's first response was, um, this is what they argued. Air Canada cannot be held liable for information provided by one of its agents, servants, representatives, or representatives, including a chatbot. <laughs> so basically, if anyone says anything wrong... That's on them. That's not the company's fault. We don't care because we're the yeah. company and We're not uh, liable, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it don't work that way. <laughs> and the tribunal was like, I'm sorry. Do you do you even English bro? Do you even French bro because are based out of Montreal? Uh, do you do you language and comprehend things? Do you brain cell? No? Okay, let's explain how this actually works.
4: How many different <laughs> languages can you say no to that answer?
2: Yeah. So <laughs> rightly so the uh, the tribunal was basically like This person asked your chatbot a question and fully believed the information it received was accurate. And there's no reason why the information that it was provided or that it provided shouldn't, should have been any different than the bereavement travel page. The person asking the chatbot the question should be able to trust that the information given through the chatbot is identical to what they would find on the bereavement travel page. Mm -hmm. And Air Canada was sad.
0: Eric Anders sounded
4: sad. I will play oh, the smallest of violins for them.
5: Ugh.
0: So that just brings back to the whole idea that they're pushing this whole AI thing, and is, and you can't hold it responsible for anything. There have been people fired, disbarred, taken off of like, um, isn't there like a medical board? Like you can't, you can't make this shit up, right? You can't.
2: Well, this week, uh, two days ago, there was that paper submitted for peer review and reviewed and published. From uh, two researchers in uh, China, they were working on uh, various testosterone levels within the testes of rats, and they used a, a fucking AI-generated rat uh, that had a uh, equipment that would make a whale jealous or feel <laughs> inadequate. The,
0: the, the, like the image South
2: Park-sized? Of larger.
4: <laughs> big. Are we talking about in scale to the rat's
5: body? Oh or? yeah,
2: I will. I'll go big, dig up the picture. But the picture yes, of the I rat's have to say, yes, testes please. and penis are so large, the picture of the rat even looks surprised.
4: Quite literally, <laughs> the, the the gif of the balls on this guy.
2: <laughs> oh, the balls and shaft of this guy.
3: Uh, well,
2: uh, where the fuck was this? Here, I will copy link. I will stick this in UDP. I'll stick it in the hosts area so uh nobody else gets to see this shit
0: yeah <laughs> you drop it in this uh this chat as well nobody's ever come through here i mean then again if we have any guest hosts they open up oh, chat but uh, and i'm gonna link dong. it
2: i'm i'm going to link it to chat so chat can experience our pain <laughs> uh, but that's the ai image they used uh to illustrate what they were doing they also spelt stem cell with two m's and oh, jesus did, fuck Disliced. <laughs> so, so look at if you look at this look at this diagram. Look in the bottom left. Testosomous cells. Testoster. Tes, test test tom cells. That's not even a real word. That's a testicles and tonsils. There
4: you go. Guys. And you
2: look at the penis, it says disliced. Oh no. I mean dissected. You sh- and then you look at figure five, it says DCK. And you look at figure four stem with two Ms. None of this is right. So the journal that peer reviewed it, I might add, and published this article or this paper had to was forced to post a retraction because of this. This is what AI is doing. It is even ruining the science world.
3: I mean, like, fuck
2: AI. It needs to get regulated.
0: It it's,
4: does. But I, I, I want, I'm trying to look away. This is just so impressive. Yeah, no, it's like a train wreck. You just, it's <laughs> like, I
0: can't. It yeah,
2: absolutely is. Like a whale is going to feel inadequate looking at that thing by volume.
0: Like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like by random. volume
2: and by size. <laughs> Cause comparatively, if you were to scale, if you were to scale that to a whale, the whale is going to look in inadequate.
4: Can I, can, can
5: I have what Exactly.
2: Bomb is right. And actually, Bomb Redeemer, you were the second person to say that exact same thing. That if it even tried to get erect, it would actually die from lack of <laughs> blood to the <laughs>
0: brain. Well, like the
2: late, great Robin Williams always said, we were given enough
4: blood to run the brain and the penis, but not at the same time. That thing couldn't run anything. <laughs>
2: wow. Pretty much. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. Fuck AI. It would never fall out of bed, at least.
0: The bottom line here is as long as we don't attach AI to something like nuke codes to determine if we're oh under threat, we'll be fine. Don't put it in, in in power of what to do with the electric grid. Don't give it any type of access. If you want to consult it and decide from there, that's what you should do because it is statistically right. Uh, it is also statistically wrong. So you have to be able to discern that and only professionals can do that depending on what you're doing. And I say professionals loosely. Um mm-hmm like, uh, you know, for software development, like, it's those type of professionals, or uh, chefs. Like, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I think like, there's been some really good, like, chili recipes that's come back from ChatGPT, but it's also the statistically right recipe, so... Well,
2: here here's my question. Where did it steal the uh, ideas from? Because you got to remember, AI has to be trained on something. The New York Times and a bunch of publishers are are already suing OpenAI, uh, Google's AI bot, and I think Fa- Meta's AI bot as well. They were suing three. Because the only way to ch- train an AI is to give it things it can read. And the only way to do that is to take things that you don't have rights to.
0: Yeah. And mind you, instead of like shutting it the fuck down... Um, because they've invested so much money into this, and mind you, we're talking large language models. We're talking billions and billions of data points, right? Stuck in a data center somewhere. That's, every time you ask it a question, hits every node along the way. You know, it's not cheap to run, so they're already invested in billions in this. So the idea of just turn it off, of course they're going to fight for it, because the legal costs are going to be like, you know, lunch money.
4: Nah, this big as that rat's dick. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no the le- the, the, like like the, the legal fees of fighting it and keeping it wound up in court while you proliferate the world with AI is is minuscule compared to the cost of actually running the a i yep, that's why there's paid access to it, I'm not paying access for something that may or may not be right. I know they're like oh g p t four and all this other good stuff you know they're it's supposed to be better, better image generation, whatnot i don't I don't care, I don't care enough right
2: negative I don't like the idea that it's based on having to illegally access or access without compensation or acknowledgment other people's work that's my huge problem with it and the fact that you can do ai voices of people that also pisses me off because like right now there is a channel on youtube that does warhammer 40k lore but they've fed it to an AI voice recreator that uses David Attenborough's voice to do Warhammer 40k lore. I'm pretty sure he would want to be paid. I'm sure he might do it, like actually do Warhammer 40k lore. That'd be kind of cool. But I'm pretty sure he wants to get paid if he's going to do it. And for someone to sit there and use his voice and get money through ad clicks and ad impressions, Is really just bullshit and scummy. I'm never gonna like it until people have until AI has to start licensing it in a way that properly compensates creators. Yup. I mean, by like the thousands of dollars a year in compensation to these artists, whether it's voice actors, whether it's drawn or you animated artists, whether it's literature, it doesn't matter. Journalism doesn't matter. If you create something and AI is using your work to train itself on, you should be compensated a fuck ton of money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, with, with with, And that's just it, right? The moment you find your voice being used that you didn't act in, I think you should be entitled to all that money. Absolutely. Period. Like, it's, and, and tracking it down is going to be hard, Right. And Unless it goes viral, you probably won't ever know. And I'm actually real curious about that because there's a lot of generic uh, AI voices out there for like movie recaps and anime recaps and things like that.
4: Mm-hmm. They got AI singing right now.
0: Mm-hmm. You can take
4: anybody's voice and make them sing whatever song you want, be it an actual like well-known artist or even your own damn voice. So it's 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 quite the slippery slope AI is on right now. Oh hell
2: no.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, don't put it in charge of anything. It's just as right as it is wrong. So use it with caution and don't give it the ability to make real world changes. Nope.
2: (laughs) That would be Skynet. And uh, I will be in data centers uh, with, uh, you know, hammers, if you need me. (laughs) Or you can go there with
0: ants.
2: (laughs) Yes. Because you know what? Ants are a good insulator. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Especially if they're fire
0: ants. (laughs) So that was one of the more interesting stories that came across of the the news bot this week. Uh, Apparently, Reddit blew up because fire ants had infested this Australian was it Australian? Australians, uh, Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Gaming PC, and there was a picture, and there were fire ants swarming all over the GPU because fire ants are attracted to. Uh, Electrical fields and no better electrical field than your computer.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I feel bad for that user. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: Apparently, the um, bunch of people, what uh, they don't say what subreddit it was, but one of the most recent examples comes from the user uh, who posted in PC Master Race, uh, the juice parole. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, They're video card had a less than stellar day when the fire ants decided to hug it and love it and cook it (laughs) (laughs) the poor thing is like the image is just horrifying there's all these dead ant carcasses i'm gonna link this in uh chat it's gonna be a webp image because everyone loves webp
0: yeah there's the reddit article where this came through yeah and you could just
2: see the ants just on the die, just gross. Oh, no thanks. I'm glad so far that uh fire ants don't live in Canada because they can't survive the winters. Wow. I will be very sad if they ever evolve to uh survive the winters.
0: Yeah. I want to read this off. There's only like a few paragraphs uh for what uh PC Master Race uh oh no, excuse me, the the Just Patrol is the name. It's in the PC Master Race uh uh, subreddit so I was using my PC as usual but I noticed my max GPU temps were rising a bit when I checked if the fans were spinning correctly I saw ants marching on my GPU and on top of my case <laughs> they were even Up coming three, out four. of the heat sink of the GPU that's when I got worried and disassembled it they were eating the thermal pads and thermal paste so oh, I had no. to use a hair dryer to blow them out of there is I don't have spare thermal paste. Uh, I had to spread the remaining paste inside the, GP, inside the GPU on itself. Now my temperatures are up by 20C, uh, and I've cleaned all, all of my PC with 99% isopropyl alcohol and used an anti-insect spray on the table. Later, another set of ants appeared in the exact same place doing the exact same thing, eating my GPU alive. I don't no. know how they got here. <laughs> it's like they spawned out of nowhere. There is no place in my room where ants nest, and they even bypass the anti-insect spray. Now I'm worried sick about destroying my PC with ant acids.
2: God damn! I feel Dang, bad for that user. I do too. Because that's exactly how you get ants: is having a deliciously warm GPU. And power that they can nestle up beside and hug and love and kill. <laughs> god damn it. So,
0: f- in an AI data center, because it's full of GPUs, because yes. matrix math is expensive.
2: Oh my god, let's unleash them in chat GPT's <laughs> data centers. Yes.
0: <laughs> if we were <laughs> bioterrorists, maybe. But
2: <laughs> Oh, wait. No, wait, bioterrorism wasn't on the list of words. We're okay. Uh, good, we good, 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 go, good,
5: good, good. All right. Well, Quiche. <laughs> God, damn God damn it!
0: So, uh, that note on uh, my own personal experience being a homeowner, the thing you need to do is make sure your gutters are clean, so that way they don't find a nest and the residue inside your gutters. Um, it's always worth having a pest control contract come out and spray your uh, your yard. And uh, I know I've had ants inside my house, and it's been real easy to take care of. They gave me this little uh, death hotel. And they put some strange goop in it, and they pick it up, and they take it back to wherever they exist, and they don't come back again. It's really nice. That's only happened. That happened once, and I was really concerned. And uh, the pest control company was like, here, take this.
4: Okay. Take two of these and call me in the
0: morning. It's it's dangerous to go alone. Take this is what I was trying (laughs) to get at. But either way, and sure enough, they found it, and then they never came back. So I guess they got what they wanted, and and they're no longer in my house looking for food. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. so but yeah uh it's definitely worth the contract uh and you've also got to keep your yard clean
2: what about quiche bomb quiche puts you on the nsa's terrorism watch list
5: (laughs) you're welcome quiche so (laughs) sap speaking of
4: uh speaking of death hotels uh Crit, you and I haven't got to really talk about it. How did you enjoy the finale to Hasman Hotel this year?
0: Uh, by the way, we're in roundtable I... territory. So go ahead, Crit.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I loved it. I honestly loved it. I mean, it was. I was like, why did they have to leave off on such a uh, cliffhanger?
4: So oh, they like had.
1: They, I was like, they, no.
4: We definitely cool. needed the cliffhanger. <laughs> So why is she there how did she get there what deal does she have like so many questions
1: i mean you don't want to go into spoiler territory but i'm just right.
4: like i mean we're what um
2: we're almost a why market. did snape know. kill dumbledore
1: listen there's people that haven't even gotten their amazon primes so they don't know
2: well i won't say oh, God, any hydrated. details i'm there. drinking wine Serafina.
1: No, i'm drinking vodka season, Next season, I'm not going to be using Twitter as much on those days because those
4: dude, the, those people were quick with them spoilers. Oh my oh,
5: god! Yeah,
1: I'm like getting off of work, going on Twitter, and then freaking seeing spoilers. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess no shock for me.
4: Now I have to ask you this question because it's this is not a spoiler, but this is opinions. I have to know top three songs. Go
1: loser baby loser baby loser baby
4: <laughs> that that that's definitely in my top 3 um no, but
1: I, I literally was singing it at work today
2: that is majestic i've been waking up
4: singing um out out for lo- out for love like
1: that almost every bizarre. day this um, week.
4: Because Carmine is a badass bitch. <laughs> I love her. Um and then
1: I also I said more than anything, more than anything, I would like some VTO more than anything.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh
4: there like the music in that stupid show should not be as good as it is. But then you think about who they actually have on the cast, like, yeah, it needs to be that good. <laughs> I mean when Invader I Zim hear is from
1: saying the, the um, Alistair's a- voice actor That oh, Wait, what, what happened? Alistair's voice actor already says that he has a favorite song in season 2. But I don't know the song and now I want to know.
4: Oh no, you can't be doing that already. Like we're we're still we're still, we're still licking, the, licking the licking the wound, down. man. Like, no. Yeah, because this show needs more bait for us to come back and watch more son of a bitch. Like, dude, like, it was worth the wait for sure, one hundred and ten percent worth the wait. Like, what? See, the the pilot came out what three years ago?
1: Yes, what was it? Three years or was it seven years? Hold on.
2: It was no way. It was seven years, huh? It might have been because hell of a boss ran.
4: No, that would make Harrison one year old. No, that was no. He that was a lot. About yes,
1: October twenty eighth. 2019.
4: Oh, so five years. Oh, okay, Oh, I mean, That's about right. In the middle, it sounds about right. At least we don't have oh, to yeah. wait that long for season two, they said. Like, she's already admitted it's only gonna be like
3: a that year, long, year and a half.
1: You know, either that or four years, you never know. I mean, like with certain video games, like, yeah, you're gonna get a video game soon.
4: Haha. <laughs> right, Star Citizen? I'm Mrs. feeling the same God. way about Bendy, Bendy and the Dark Revivals. I understand that completely. I want
2: to... Play Star Citizen because it looks so cool, but right now it's mostly a microtransaction storefront. Apparently, I want to play it, but I'm not going to play a game that's not finished and is mostly microtransactions. Because didn't that thing get more than half a million or half a billion dollars in fundraising? Wasn't it like six hundred plus? Yeah, and they still don't have a lot of the features they promised. Like, I probably never will. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like,
4: I mean, how at least they you...
1: update stuff on Reddit, right? Six days ago.
2: <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But how can you have a game that is that well-funded and not have the features you announced at the beginning already? Like, with that much money, what are you spending it on? I don't know. not spending it on? Ask, ask uh, the Pokemon company. hey Oh, my God. They haven't updated their graphics since, what, 2003?
3: Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Still salty. Stay salty. Anyway, yeah. I I, I,
4: awesome.
2: I did enjoy the comparison somebody made between, you know, as to why people might like Power World over uh, Pokemon. And they basically showed the graphics differences. Oh, between absolutely. Power World, which I think is Unreal 4 engine, if I'm not mistaken, and the Pokemon games, the Pokemon games through the last 10 years have all looked the exact same graphic wise. Mm-hmm. The one, it, the listen, only one that had any. Re-
4: listen, rel-
1: Pokemon. No, Nintendo had all this time. Yeah. All these years, you know, to be innovative and do something or at least bring something to, you know, computers, but you know, you have to have in monopoly the next Nintendo 64, right? Ha <laughs> ha. Or, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not
1: wrong. Game boy or game, you know. Well, you got to
0: think. Nintendo really is a, um, I think if I were to synonymize it with another big company, it'd be like Apple because Apple is a hardware company. They Mm -hmm. make their money on hardware, niche hardware, right? $500
2: for two gigs of RAM. Right. And to uh,
0: to get your verified Nintendo seal of approval or whatever it is so that way you're certified, that's where they make their money. And you have to follow a specific set of rules in order to make it happen, which is why the PC market is so free, and you can get anything. Like uh, the gosh, I think it was like seven years ago. There was um, a game called Postal that like, sh- t- like shook the internet. It was. I
2: may or may not enjoy that game. I was going to say, 4, didn't I play that? Yeah, I played <laughs> Postal
0: Two. Postal Two is
2: a pure like if you, so. If you play Postal Two, understanding that the context in which it came out was at a time of being. Uh, Not Richard Simmons. Um, Who the fuck is his name? Wannabe shock jock. He used to be on like satellite radio. Howard Stern. Trying to pretend that they're like the Howard Stern of... I don't know why I said Richard Simmons. He's a wonderfully nice human being. For real. Uh, That went dark real quick. Yeah, but trying to be like the Howard Stern of the video game industry, which they succeeded beyond expectation. Uh, If you played in that context, then things are less like yeesh. I mean, it's <laughs> cringe as fuck, and a lot of the things that are said are, like, anti-everything that is not socially acceptable these days, but it's like watching an old film, like watching Porky's. So you watch that with the mindset of, this is the context in which it was filmed in the time period it was filmed in, and everything makes sense, and yeah, it's not something you would say these days, throwing around, like, racial slurs, but it has context. Tunes. Oh, God, like, the Siamese cat, twin cats from uh, Looney Tunes, they're not around anymore. I clearly and distinctly remember them. Yep. And they were insanely racist. No, no, no. But no. If you wa- it went, that wasn't Looney Tunes. That was Lady and the Tramp. No, no, no. I That was Lady and the Tramp, the two cats? Mm-hmm. With that song? That yep. particular song that we will not mention? Yep. Oh, I thought that was Looney Tunes. No. They weren't Lo- Looney Tunes. No, definitely... Lo- Looney okay. Tunes was Bugs Bunny and the Oh, Bugs rejects. Bunny is just horribly racist and it's funny as fuck.
0: Because well, it's like, Hold on, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to agree that it was Lady and the Tramp. Oh, it's been so long since I've watched that movie.
2: But yeah, like, I just, like, I know there's a warning uh, on Lady and the Tramp now from some streaming services of, like, this was filmed in May, like, in the 19, oh God, when was that made? 50s? God, gotcha. when was Leading the Tramp made? It was. Mm, okay, hey Google. <laughs> 1955. There you go. 1955 was when it was released. So back in the 50s, uh, a lot of the shit that was in there was—I don't want to say socially acceptable because it never is—but it was ignored like you could say a racial slur and people would cringe privately or you just you know some forms of racism were quote unquote acceptable at the time mm-hmm. which is really fucking
3: weird to say <laughs> but it's true it's a weird world where we live in still after all these years yeah.
2: but yeah getting back to our point uh, it was something 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 dark side something I don't remember Speaking
1: what the of Power World, did they ever fix the glitches with the uh, the pals and the bases, or are they still kind of like stuck? Which glitch was that
4: I? One? I ran into the glitch one time throughout that entire situation, and I just rebooted the game, and they all started going again. What what
2: glitch was it?
1: Like, well, it's like they when they spawn or that you know you they you send them to like work in the berry fields or whatever. Um, they they're like, "Oh, we're hungry, we're hungry, we're hungry, we're hungry, we're angry, we're angry, we're depressed, we're depressed, we're hungry, we faint." Uh,
2: I remember they cleaned up a bunch of stuff. Um... <laughs> I, I experienced
4: that they would just they would just stay right by the um, the pal pal box or pal deck, and they just wouldn't move. And they're all just starving. I am like, uh, you could even pick them up and bring them to the food, but they wouldn't do
2: anything. So. A week ago on their patch 0141, there was two base related fixes. Fixed an issue uh where if a pal was manually assigned to a breeding farm, went to sleep, it would not wake up forever. Fixed an issue where no wood would drop when a pal when pal at the base fell a tree. <laughs>
3: Whoops. Uh, I'm just looking at the rest of their patch notes here. Uh 140. Uh, I'll have to look for it. Uh, They get stuck transporting
2: items. And we drop them on the spot. Uh, At the base, we continue to cut down trees that were already cut. At the base, we're on the verge of death due to unexplained
3: falling damage. That I believe. Oh, that's horrifyingly sad.
2: Uh, so maybe is the que- is the answer to that question? Maybe.
1: Another, another thing too is what about um, all those raids? Are
4: uh those- the um, the big servers. Yes, for go explain that because that was really interesting.
1: No, not not even on the big servers. Like my my solo server, I kept on getting raided and raided. Like I would stream to, um, I'me. And yep. then all it like, could like one raid, and then five minutes later another one, and then I'm like oh, you
4: mean mm-hmm. like you mean like in game raids? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh,
4: I thought I thought you meant those people who were going into public servers and stealing people's
2: pals. No, well, they f- there was one raid issue they fixed. Fixed an issue where extremely high level relaxosaurus would attack the base during raids. Yeah. Oh no.
1: Yeah, I've, i I've, I've. I've dealt with that i had one level 26 and two level 30 Relaxosauruses come through my base when i was like level seven
2: oof i saw that with a few people including yours
1: they're a bunch of dicks (laughs) and we don't do that
3: we don't do that here nothing about
2: starving hmm
1: yeah, after the Relaxosaurus stuff, I was actually was like, oh, God, we're getting rated by what? Fangirls? We're getting rated by Fangirls? Yeah. Oh, that
4: was awesome. That was the best. I haven't, I haven't like, seen that since.
1: It was like how, well, I've seen it. I've just, when I put my my walls up, they just kind of like stood around on the on the cliffside, just peering. Into my base. So I was like,
4: just
1: bye. Just I'm painting my
4: Bander.
1: let us in.
3: Let us in, let us in. Oh, no,
5: nah, they,
2: they also slowed down the uh fire spread in your base on wooden structures.
3: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, like yep. most of uh crits yep. uh, structures put around area thirty four is <laughs> gone Two to fire. Yep. Like we didn't know how to put it out. I just sit there was like, where's all of our fences? Because I would leave the server up and I would go do things so that way you guys could play. And I come back, I'm like, oh. Well, this, this is bad. This base
4: is on fire.
0: Not near as bad as when the Memores came by. I was just like, what you doing? Stepped on me. And then like, so I and that, was it. With, that was it. Like, it was just chaos. <laughs> you no step on, friend. Yeah, and no, like the whole base erupted into like, elemental spells and everything else and Cage is out doing his own thing exploring the world Ooh. and the hell of a sudden he hears oh, oh god this sucks <laughs>
2: so they just posted something about cheating
4: yeah they did there's a big post on cheating
2: yeah so they posted this yesterday basically from the sounds of things A they're getting anti-cheat measures through a third party it's probably going to be something like easy anti-cheat but also also they plan to release a player list function for servers in an update at the end of February. Through this, we will strengthen the identification of players who engage in cheating and the suspension of their use by the development team. So basically, they're going to have a master cheat list. Fuck yes! That's
5: what so I'm if talking you cheat
2: about. on one server, you're going to be banned from all the servers because I bet you anything the public servers are going to have the ability to subscribe to the master cheating list.
0: That'd and be that's nice. That's to be
4: awesome. That's freaking amazing. That's right up I used there. To pl-
2: Sorry, go ahead.
0: That's right up there with uh, Twitch uh, allowing to share ban lists with other uh, streamers.
2: Yep. I used to play games years ago. Uh, what was it? Uh, not the Black Hawk Down games. Might have been, actually. But also Soldier of Fortune 2 going decades back, actually. Now that's 20 years ago. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Um, so 20 years ago, I would played this game called Soldier Fortune 2 done by uh, Raven Software, which is owned by Activision. And they would have a master ban list that you could share among all the public servers. And it was a simple line on your config that said master ban list equals yes. And it would download it. And if you were banned on one server, you were banned on them all. And I loved it. And it's good to see. That's and amazing. that's what I, I so think should the thing be- is. Absolutely, and, and that's what this sounds like. Is they're gonna have a master ban list? Oh, that's ain't, amazing. Ain't no going, freaking make a Smurf account. No, you're banned permanently. Well, what you'll end up having to do is buy or set up a new Steam account and buy a new copy of the game because ban lists are typically uh, back in the day when it was with Punkbuster on Soldier of Fortune Two. Punkbuster would generate a hardware ID of your computer, and your hardware ID was what was banned. So if you got banned and it was, you, there was two bands. You had a, an account band. So it was based on the CD key that you used. And if it was a hardware band, you would have to buy new hardware.
0: <laughs> oh, dang. You should throw See? out the whole computer. <laughs>
2: yep. Well, no, like all it would take is like one thing. And it, the hardware was based off, the hardware ID was based off your CPU, your GPU, and the motherboard. So you replace one of those three and you got a whole brand new, uh, GUID for the hardware side. And hardware bans were not handed out by Punkbuster lightly, but it would come to people who would get multiple bans on their account. And cause it could just look at the hardware ID and see that you've been banned like a bajillion times in all these different games. And Punkbuster would be like, Oh look, hardware ban for you. Boof. And yeah, buy a new computer or upgrade it. Nice. That's amazing. Yep. I miss hardware bans. They were amazing. And yes, occasionally you did catch the wrong person. And it was a pain in the ass to get hardware bands uh, removed because it did have to propagate. But at the same time, the number of people who legitimately cheated and were caught by these bands was amazing. And I've never seen any anti-cheat software like Punkbuster ever since then. Um, and I, I, I don't know if you guys know how Punkbuster worked, but Punkbuster basically operates in the game memory space and monitors it for external input. And redirects. So, if you're using, say, Cheat Engine, which you can use to jump around to vacant uh, blocks of memory in the game space, and then you can alter things and dump them back to where the pointer came from, uh, Punkbuster would look for that It would say, "Nope, you're banned. You couldn't, you couldn't use it." And when when people were first able to start recording, like through XSplit or OBS, way back in the day. Uh, cheaters were using OBS and XSplit as an excuse to say, oh, I got banned because I'm trying to record this for YouTube. I distinctly remember, and I still have the email from a developer, uh, a game developer saying, hey, uh, I use XSplit. I want to know if I'm going to be okay to record the game or if Punkbuster is going to Hit me with a ban, they're like, Nope. The people getting banned are actually using cheats because uh, Punkbuster doesn't care about exploit. And I was like, Hell yes.
3: Hey, yeah. yeah, <laughs> fuck,
2: kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Perfect. But yeah, I, I miss Punkbuster.
0: Well. Eh, I'm gonna miss you guys because we really do need to wrap this up. Uh Chris, yep. I understand you started a new role and your time has been real fleeting. But what are you doing this week? We got a holiday Monday. Are you working Monday?
5: Yeah,
1: it's
0: Um, (laughs) it's President's Day. These kids are out and everything.
1: (laughs) That doesn't matter. I'm working tomorrow into Monday.
3: Oh, you're working overnight. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now that that's just that's just you
4: picking up stuff. We're not we're not seeing you returning to the vampire ways, are we?
1: No, no, no. I I wanted extra time at work so I can you know go after chase side overtime, but I figured it also would give me a um, a an opportunity to get okay. So I was talking to Amy about it. There is there are more deaf associates coming to work at my my site, mm-hmm. so I. I met one of them last week on, I think, Monday, overnight, and towards the end of the night, uh, I told, well, I didn't tell, I signed him saying that I will learn sign language, so that's why I've been kind of adamant on learning the history of the deaf community and what they've been through and stuff like that. And I actually watched something with IME. I shared screen with them and stuff like that. Uh, And then I've learned already how to do the alphabet, to sign the alphabet. But That's awesome. I figured this time around this week, I'll sign actual things to him and invite him to one of the committees i work with at work to let him have i guess his insight and where he wants to see our work go like and what would you know make it feel safer for him so i i want to give Empower and, and stuff like that. Um, I think, I think it's important.
3: Oh, absolutely! Really that's do. that's phenomenal.
1: Especially, like, I think of it this way: like, my job as an interpreter uh, for all deaf associates to break that barrier, but I want to make him and the rest of the community
3: scene. Yeah. That's awesome.
4: Like, yeah, girl, go.
5: <laughs> Whatever
4: we can do to support you and help you, let us know. But that's a big undertaking. I'm, that's, that's, that's big proud points. Proud of you. That's awesome. I will
1: say, I did talk to the interpreter. He did recommend if you do want to pick up American Sign Language, They do offer two free courses um, if you go to Oklahoma uh, School of the Deaf. So there's two, two free courses offered for free on top of what you can learn on YouTube. And I feel those two are two good tools to learn ASL.
3: There you go. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. See how I, I love her. She is amazing.
0: Big old heart.
2: Love it. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I'm going to end up taking up the task of learning Portuguese here pretty quick, so I totally get it. Nice. Yeah, it's one of the... So it, 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 I know there's some nuances between Brazilian Portuguese and Portugal Portuguese, but it's one of the things that I need to do because of uh, there are some folks who need support in their language and the resources that we have to do so... Uh, are far and few in between or engaged in english speaking uh incidents. So uh that's that, that's where I'm going with that. But yeah, ASL especially if you're in direct uh uh direct face to face conversation is going to be absolutely fantastic. Like my hats off to you. Um I picked up a little bit of that in high school and it served me uh well as far as like remembering how to finger spell <laughs> when I couldn't talk. But you know,
1: but I'm I'm enjoying it. Like I I realize it's more than just finger spelling. There's you have to make the correct facial expressions because you don't want to like have a happy face while you're signing like terrified. Or you don't want to <laughs> have a flat face while you're signing terrified because it's like, okay, what are you trying to say? Are you scared? Or you know, there's like the appropriate emotion that goes along with your sign is what you want. And also, I've learned, like, I have this habit of, like, when I'm trying to spell something out or whatever, I like um, saying the words or whatever. Like, I sign to the associate. I will learn to spell, you know, or I will learn to sign. But I verbally said it as well as signing it. But if you go to um, one of the YouTube pages, they say it's better not to say the words. You just, you know, sign it. That's it. Just be expressive and sign. And I can appreciate that because when me and I, me were looking back on the history of the deaf community and the civil, civil rights movements, um, you know, the way that they were like back, 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 back years ago, they tried banning ASL and stuff like that and they tried like forcing people to use their like
3: if you're it was, comfortable it was viewed with like, wanting to
1: talk
2: yes it was he's viewed as like oh you're just not talking enough or you're just not listening. It's like what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just they've come a long way in that community, but I want to break down more barriers, more barriers in the mm. workplace. I, I mean, we are breaking down barriers. We just got our first, um, and I'm proud of this. I mean, I was there when we had our first um, deaf ramp associate, but we had our first CDL driver, CDL, you know, I, deaf CDL driver.
2: What's a CDL? In, big, big uh, rigs. Uh, oh, okay.
1: And I'm excited about that, but I want to. I want to put him in our committee for safety. I want him to be seen. I want his input, what we can do more. So, hey. you know, I've been trying to get behind this like for a couple of months now, but now I have the opportunity to help. But I still, on that note too, as I made that promise to him, I do need to be more proactive in learning. And that's why I went ahead and learned how to at least spell. And I'm actually, I've integrated that into my work processes and I've learned how to make the sign for, or I know I've figured out how to do the sign for help. So I said, if any one of these associates use that sign, stop what you're doing. And see what they need. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for the future. I'm that's excited awesome.
0: too. I Love can't it. wait to hear more adventures and how that's going for you mm-hmm. as we go Amy, what are you doing? War crimes?
2: Uh no, I'm uh gonna be breaking my video card. Maybe some war crimes. I'm doing some more uh Kerbal Space program. I I I was actually just Loading up space, or state, yeah, space engineers, not stationers, to take a screenshot of this monster, like, planet destroyer, just because someone in another Discord was like, oh, what's the biggest thing you've ever built? And then they're showing off all these, like, tiny little ships by comparison. So I sent a screenshot of this, and the uh, average uh, response I've had was ban him. <laughs> <laughs> ban him because uh i'm apparently not allowed to play on uh people's servers because uh, i i do things excessively big and bomb knows exactly which one this is because we've used it before and i was posting screenshots of it earlier today it's the the planet destroyer i i need like that one's a 40 by 40 drill face no i'm not gonna stop it i'm not gonna stop until you get billed for using 24 gigs of RAM out of a 4 gig server. Because I decided to give you a 256 by 256 uh what is it, solar panel farm. <laughs> but I think the next one I build will be bigger than this 40 by 40. Because this is only 1,600 drill heads. It's actually technically more than that. Only. only. It's only 1,600 uh, on the face. And plus there's like rows of them around. it, giving me like a wider cut area so I can get my ship back out. If I have to back it up. Um, yeah, my plan is to do probably a 64 by 64 and see how well that works. I may need to find a mod with even larger, more powerful engines than the ones I've already got, or I'll just do this exact same design yet again. And, uh, just scale it up because why the fuck not? (laughs) Why not? And then maybe, maybe if Hell Driver goes on sale, I'll pick that up because I that looks really, really fun. I have been playing a bit of uh, Starship Troopers again, and uh, he's doing
3: yeah, his part. I, I am doing my part. So yeah, that's what I'm up to. Good Lovely, Cajun. What are
0: we doing this week?
3: Uh, we can do a conglomerate of things. I know uh,
4: we really got to do some more work on the Rule 34 camp. We've been neglecting Not, it for a bit. No,
2: no, stop calling it that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Our first raid was the 69 Pal. We had to call it that, Anyway. God damn it. Um, and then I'm down for some more roguelike. I've been slaying the Spire all week last week. I just, I love the game. It's a great damn game. And it's a good inspiration for what you and I have been talking about. Hmm. Um, This week, I'm going to be streaming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because Thursday until Sunday, I'm going to be out in Oklahoma uh, on a little little vacay. So I will be out of pocket those four days on holiday, but the other other three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we'll be here and we'll be powering up the Nordinary Nights as we do. Okay. So that's that's the plan. You never know. We never know what could happen. We never know what inspiration is going to hit us. Because let me brought back the art streams a little bit last week. That was awesome to see again.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the, the electro swing uh, bad art nights. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was <laughs> awesome. I loved it. Yep, I got that out of the way. Uh, now I've got to, I'm staring down the barrel of doing game dev stuff while streaming, which isn't bad. I'd have to pick a night to do it, or two nights, or whatever, or maybe do it all nights while occasion does other things. And there's banter in the background. Who knows. Um. So, so yeah, uh, that's actually one of my goals. I want to release a game on Steam before I'm fifty. So,
4: and I'm right there with you. So I say let's get her done.
0: Yep. So, UDP Studios is a thing, <laughs> or ordinary games, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, we'll have lots of fun this week, Tuesdays through Thursdays, starting at. Don't make your fart hotel. Oh yeah. Don't
2: make that fart hotel. It'll
0: be so stinky, dude. <laughs> no, oh. no, I'm
2: serious. The, the, the guy who made five nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. if you look back in 2014, he released a game called fart hotel. It was a Did mobile really? game. Yep. It's a mobile game. And your job is to, uh, everyone's in an elevator. You have to pick the right person who farted in the elevator. If you get it wrong, everyone laughs at you. But someone apparently told him that his characters looked like really disturbing animatronic creatures. So then he made Five Nights at Friday's. So go make your fart hotel. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Make your fart hotel.
4: On, on a totally different note, my, my, my in-laws created a game like that and, um, when they went on vacation during Thanksgiving holiday, but they didn't have as much tact. They named the game um, Name That Fart, and you had to guess who farted. God damn it. I was like, that's my in-laws, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Beautiful. It is majestic and well, awkward. That's South Louisiana at its finest, my friend.
0: On that note, let's get this wrapped up. Don't forget to join the Discord. Let me get my Discord uh, thing. D-I-S-U-R-D. There we go. That's where we discuss all of our stuff. That's where one of the best nudes feeds on Discord actually exists. I haven't found anything place else just like it. So Yeah. Uh, this is on top of having a great crew of folks who are pretty active, and we'll be glad to have you and hear your thoughts and offer both informed and uninformed opinions on gaming related topics. Yes.
2: Nice. Indeed. Other also, than that, unions are amazing. Go get yourself unionized. Other than that, <laughs> we're going to go visit
0: uh, SETA BDA. Uh, I haven't seen them stream in a while, and I'm like, we should go give them some love.
2: So, Alrighty. All the so, love. To SETA.
0: To say so before I stop recording, thank you for stopping by and join us, uh, us here. We're not going to be here next week. It'll probably be, what, uh, somewhere the first week of March before we come back, right? Because everybody's, well, Cajun's going to be out, and I have some stuff I have to take care of at work. I've got a lot of backlog stuff, so. Um, oh, yeah.
2: I have to go fail a Microsoft exam this week. Ooh, which it's one? It's great. Uh, MD-102 for uh, uh, endpoint Micros- management.
0: Microsoft Defender?
2: No, it's um, MD-102 is endpoint uh, management for uh, M365.
0: Oh, okay. All right,
1: guys, I'm going to bounce for now. I'll talk to you guys later, okay?
2: Endpoint administrator is he, Sam. It's great having you,
0: and we'll see you when we we come back.
1: All
3: right, later. Survive the night, night, madam.
0: All right, I'm going to stop recording. We're going to set up this raid. Thank you for showing up.